0: Good morning. It is Wednesday, June 14th. It is five minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. You can find us both on Twitter. He's at Rob M. Kendall, and I'm at Casey Daniels 317. We begin this hour talking about the latest Trafalgar group poll. It showed that most American voters think Joe Biden's family has received payments from foreign nationals in exchange for policy decisions pay to play shocking a majority 53 percent said that due to the oversight committee's probe into joe biden's son hunter that they think yeah he he was doing some quid pro quo payments with foreign nationals
2: and yet what's come of it right i mean it it has been presented on a platter for these people i mean the, the laptop let's go back to 2020 so this guy hands law enforcement the laptop and law enforcement essentially goes out of its way to go,
0: yeah. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Ah, and, and, and not only do
2: they do that, they go to these social media companies and basically strong arm them. Now, of course, with Dorsey and Zuckerberg, you got willing participants mm-hmm. who wanted Biden in there. But they basically strong arm them going, you guys shouldn't be sharing that because we can't verify that it's real. It was so obvious that it was real. It wasn't like, again, with Hunter Biden, it wasn't like you had taken some guy who had spent his entire life in various, you know, volunteering at soup kitchens and homeless shelters and and collecting for March of Dimes. It's not like, it's unbelievable. Yeah,
0: right. This uh, saint would never, ever do anything like that. Shocking.
2: You know, it wasn't Mother Teresa, like, sure. you know, had who were producing this about. This was totally in line with the behavior, the admitted behavior. Of this guy, and it was totally on par for what he had himself expressed ownership in, and yet they were so invested in rigging the election. When people talk about a rigged election, this is one of the things they're talking about. You had a federal government agency. It wasn't just Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey making a decision not to disseminate information. It's their platform. They can do whatever they want. You had actual law enforcement. Actual people who are paid by taxpayers to enforce justice and fairness in this country, weaponizing their positions to ensure this information was not given to the people because they wanted an election to be decided a certain way. That is one of the things people are talking about when they're talking about a rigged election. Our tax dollars, people are being paid by us, using that position of authority to influence the outcome of of an election.
0: Aren't you embarrassed if you're someone who is defending the Biden administration? You're going on TV and you're saying how wonderful and great they are, knowing that you've seen pictures of Hunter Biden cavorting around with half-naked women that he is not contractually <laughs> married to, uh, smoking uh, you know, from pipes, putting his gun out there, All of the embarrassing things. How can you sit there and say what a wonderful administration the Bidens are? And then with the revelation from Chuck Grassley about these recordings, aren't you embarrassed? It's embarrassing that you would go and defend them knowing this stuff is out there about this
2: family. Because you're asking this question as a decent human being who would have shame and has morals and scruples and actually cares about the direction of the country. These people, and they exist on both sides of the aisle, are shameless people. They exist to be in positions of power. They exist to be in positions of influence. And they you know, exist to, to have comfortable government positions or comfortable political positions and jobs. They're not... Your, you, your brain doesn't work the way theirs does.
0: I just I just try to put myself-
2: <laughs> No, no. Time why, out, time, why would I want to no, do no, that? No, no, no. Time out, time, out, time out. You can't. And this is one of the things I hope people are going to get out of story hour. And I think maybe tomorrow we'll bust out another one on Mike working in and around Mike Pence and his administration. One of the things I uncovered very quickly, and it's why I had to get out of there, is- And I'm not talking about rank-and-file government workers here. I'm talking about the people in leadership. I'm talking about the people in management. There is no place for decency there because these people, so like any person in the Biden administration, exists in this position of power or influence because they are appointed by Joe Biden. And that's why I had to get out of there because I said I flat-out refused to defend, in this case it was Mike Pence, the buffoonery Of this guy and the people around him, I must leave here because I am becoming a I was a I was miserable and was becoming a miserable human being every single day and was affecting every part of my existence because I went into a place that was so decrepit and dead inside that even all the plants were dead (laughs) and I had to get out of there. But these other people who need to be in politics, they need to be in government, they need to be deciders to steal a George Bush phrase, they need to be the authority they will defend anything because that's how you stay there. They're they're not even, in many ways, they're not even human anymore. They're like some sort of cyborg robot who has been programmed that the title and the position and the authority is the most important thing.
0: I just can't imagine going out and saying how wonderful they are. But even worse, to be someone like Joe Biden, I, I have an adult child, and if... <laughs> It was revealed that she had pictures like what Hunter Biden has out there. I would go into hiding. I would be so embarrassed because that is that would I would take that as a reflection of my parenting that I had raised someone who was that awful. And then they don't even acknowledge their own granddaughter, Navy Biden, this love child that Hunter had it's 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 embarrassing
2: if you are a person a decent person with morals and scruples that is not how you elevate yourself in the world of politics that is not how you get ahead you know there's a famous movie no country for old men this is no country for people who are decent i mean that's just the reality again let me come full circle Yesterday, what did we spend who did we spend much of our show talking about? Jim Lucas. Jim Lucas. Mhm. And despite the incredibly obvious evidence that he attempted to cover up drunk driving and lying to the police officers or at the very least playing cute with the truth
0: to retain his position in the general assembly. About
2: when he's asked, yeah. they say, "Van, he knows exactly what they're talking about." He lies. He knows who they're talking about, what he did. He's still lying to Hammer and Nigel about covering it up. But what's going to happen to him, Casey? Because Jim has voted the way that the establishment wants him to vote since he posted those, at the very least, racially insensitive memes a couple years ago where he took his social media account down. Jim emerged a new person because he was told that's it. That's the last straw with you, buddy. Shape up or shape out. Apparently it wasn't, though. It, on government spending? on No, but that's what I'm saying. On governments. They care about the vote, Casey. They don't care about who you are. Casey, they've just started uh, an ethics commission at the state house. It was approved yesterday. They've named the person because the egregious level of behavior by so many of these lawmakers that hasn't made the light of day. I had a conversation on Friday with a very high profile person in the state house, and they were talking about the formation of this ethics commission to investigate these people. They've now appointed, and maybe we'll get more in depth in this later on in the week they have appointed someone from legislative services to oversee it because it's going to probably be so toxic that the Flanders boys don't want anything to do with it. The behavior from these lawmakers has become so brazen now behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about maybe photos they're sending to other people. Unwanted photos maybe are being sent to other people that even the people over there are like, we got to do something about this. Because these people (laughs) are shameless, but they only care about the vote. Mm -hmm. They don't care about the behavior. And by they, I'm talking about the leadership. All that matters is what you do. Will you defend the shield?
0: Yeah. Well, we've seen all they care about the vote. I mean, that was clear with John Fetterman.
2: Right. You're 100% right. Look at, uh, here's a great example. Bob Menendez is a senator from New Jersey who was under federal indictment for I mean the guy just look it up. The guy is a complete scumbag and a total shyster. And yet he continues to exist as a US senator from New Jersey because he is a reliable yes vote. It doesn't matter his personal behavior, it doesn't matter his personal conduct. Think about all of these people over the years who continue to exist because it is about playing Ball. That is what the thing with Trump is all about. That's what the obsession with Trump is all about. Trump did not play ball. Now, did he make a lot of mistakes? Yes, but he says the things and he talks about the stuff that is going on there, and they don't want that because it is about protecting them and protecting the power, and the ultimately it is about the donors, the lobbyists, the special interest groups. Having their freebies and goodies protected and the politicians are the vessel by which that happens. It is why you have yet to hear a single solitary word of any sort of condemnation or any sort of action that will be taken against Jim from Todd Houston or Eric Holcomb or any of these people. Because Jim learned how to play ball, Jim defends the record government. Jim defends all the tax increases. Jim defends the inaction on things like like property taxes. Mm-hmm. Says he's, there's
0: a plan. He's a good soldier. He's towing the company line. He,
2: he's a good. He's a good soldier. And again, I've said I'm not going to dump on Jim. This is not dumping on Jim. This is why he got in line. He got in line long before the DUI stuff. Mm-hmm. This is why I. This is why Jim and I have big, big problems on social media and in person, because Jim knew what was right. Jim used to talk about what was right. Jim used to talk about who these people were, and they told him after the memes went up a couple years ago, last chance for you, Buster, shape up or shape out. This is who these people are. The people around Joe Biden are, for the most part, every bit as shameful as he is. They may not be as corrupt in the sense of taking the money yeah. like he did yeah. because they're not in a position maybe to actually benefit from taking the money. They may not have the actual ability to help others by taking the money. But whether it is the Clintons or whether it is the Bidens or the oldster Republicans who are equally as guilty. These people all
0: suck. I just think it's really shameful that the Biden family tries to present themselves as this great loving family when they don't acknowledge all the grandchildren. And Joe Biden, look, look who he raised. His son is a reflection of him. Now, this top Republican, Steve Scalise, he's vowing to uncover all the information related to the Biden family web of corruption. He says that he is going to make sure that the alleged 17 recordings of Joe and Hunter Biden are released.
3: We're going to press to get everything we can out. You know, Senator Grassley's done a great job through his career at getting whistleblowers to step forward. Uh, And in fact, he brought some of those whistleblowers to Chairman Comer. We've been able to use that to get subpoenas to get more information about this web. I mean, the Biden family was fighting this. And what they were able to do is go through other means to find out these bank accounts that showed millions of dollars going to Biden family members. Uh, has, Has anybody in the mainstream media cared about that? Uh, and, and I think it, it angers people that they see the treatment very differently. You'll find out every day about Trump. If you're watching most news stations, you won't find out anything about all of the facts that have been uncovered on shell accounts, dummy accounts that have been having money moved around millions of dollars uh, to people who just have the last name of Biden. And some of it coming from foreign countries. It should be alarming to everybody. We're going to keep digging. And I'm glad Senator Grassley's got whistleblowers coming forward. We're seeing other whistleblowers come forward to get these facts out.
0: Sounds like he's at a baseball batting.
3: I think
2: they're getting ready for the congressional baseball game.
3: Okay, And, you know, that's a really that's
0: a really big. That's very uh, important. Absolutely. Yes, it's
2: very, very important. They spend a lot of their time getting ready for. I do
0: know we have to get to a break, but I wanted to mention because he was talking about the news coverage and uh, with ABC, CBS and NBC, they devoted 291 minutes to the Trump indictment. 291 minutes of coverage to that. Guess how many minutes they have spent covering the Biden bribery. Zero. You got it.
2: Yeah. Boy, how did I know that? Boy, that's just uh, that was as just as predictable as the sun's going to rise in the east and Mm -hmm. set in the west. You
0: got it. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. 22 minutes after 10, you're listening to Kendall and Casey. On 93 WIBC, nice job, Kevin. I said, hey, pull a Beatles song because we've got a Beatles story coming up and... That's what you you picked? You came up with a good one. That's what you went with? I like that one. yeah. Nice job. So Paul McCartney told the BBC that artificial intelligence was used to help clean up some vocals of John Lennon from an old recording. And now the vocals are set to be featured on an upcoming song. Didn't they? Wait, time out. The song is called Now and Then. And it was recorded in 1978 before John Lennon died. And now Paul McCartney wanted to finish the song, so he had A.I. replicate John <laughs> Lennon's vocals so that he can finish the track. Speaking, I
2: thought, of, speaking of shameless people... Why don't we just throw McCartney in the list here, too? Didn't they... So let me let me get this right. He finds a, some tape. This is mm-hmm. what I understand. This. He finds yeah. some tape mm-hmm. with John Lennon's voice on it. He's working on some song, a demo of some song. It's not like oh we were preparing as the Beatles to get back together and then John Lennon was murdered and here's the tapes of the and we're, we're finally going to finish it all it
0: was a recording they had done in 1978 I don't know if they were going to do it under the umbrella of the Beatles it was it, just something they had done together John Lennon died in 80 uh-huh. and 45 so they, years ago they never got to finish yeah,
2: it for, yeah, for, no no no, no, no I, I already see the defense coming in here so, so now
0: Paul McCartney needed more John Lennon vocals to finish it so he relied on AI to do it
2: yeah it's putting the, the holly of Whitney Houston on the stage at this point. Yeah. 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 This is pathetic. This was 45 years ago. And didn't they do this? Remember when PBS had the big Beatles special in the mid 90s and there was the Beatles anthology yes. came out and then they had the two songs, mm-hmm. Free as a Bird and yes, Real Life was. or Real mm-hmm. Love or whatever. Whatever that was. Didn't they already do this 30 years ago? Why is... Isn't that what they did then? Hey, we found... Well, they didn't
0: jo- use AI to finish it back oh, then. Oh! We, well, and that begs it was, the It really questions. was
2: John Lennon. This is cheating John Lennon. It
0: is. It is. Is that what it is? Yes! It's, it's cheating. How do we feel about music and art being created by AI?
2: He's dead. Let it go. Let
0: it be? Let it be! Let yeah. it
2: be! Let it be! It's, it be. it's, this, it's sad to hear that he uh,
0: decided to go with that trend.
2: That is terrible, isn't it?
0: Yeah, the AI generated music is awful. You
2: thank you. Well, you you are knew Kevin was
0: gonna say that. It's destroying the soul
2: of, it is. of human He's, art. Look, at this point, you had all the John Lennon Beatles stuff. Okay, fine. You had all the John Lennon solo stuff. Okay, fine. I think most of it sucks, but there I know there's a lot of people who like it. Okay. You had all the stuff he was working on when he died that came out. What are the post, what are the post? posthumously or Mm -hmm. whatever that is okay fine I'll even give you we found the real love free as a bird stuff in the early 90s okay fine He's been dead for almost forty-five years, Casey. Let it go.
0: Uh, it's interesting that Paul McCartney were trying to cash in one last
2: time on John Thank Lennon. You. Trying to cash in. Mm-hmm. This is stupid. Nobody should engage in this. But you know what? He knows all the, there's all those Beatles sheep out there who will lap <laughs> this crap up, and he'll buy himself another castle with I'm it. I'm curious to
0: to hear what it sounds like because if I'm understanding it, part of it will be actual John Lennon part of it will be AI John Lennon and, and is, will you be able to tell the difference it hasn't been released yet no it's coming <laughs> We got something to look forward to. Yes, 1026. you twenty. You're gonna buy this. Art.
2: You're gonna get. You're gonna lap this up. I can tell it now. I get. A, it's gonna be a trending story. Oh my gosh! It
1: was just. It was so great. Will it, it be was, on Spotify? It was, it was John Lennon. oh. oh, oh.
0: <laughs> hey, yesterday we were talking about Pat Sajak, how he's retiring from Wheel of Fortune, and the first name to be dropped to replace Pat Sajak. Are you ready for it, Ryan Seacrest? Oh. now here's a guy who worked his tail off I happen to be somewhat of a fan of Ryan Seacrest just because he started out as a little music disc jockey and turned it into an empire with uh, the production of the Kardashians he was on that live show with that Kelly Ripa but uh, Ryan Seacrest is a guy who could have quit working Years ago. And, I mean, and we all wish he would have. But this guy, I, I believe he still does a morning show in LA.
2: Why is he a thing? Why? You were in management, in media. Mm-hmm. Why was that guy? Who looked at that guy and said, that's it?
0: Well, that's I mean, that's the next dick clerk. Obviously. Well, because he bought. The Dick Clark productions. That's why he became a thing to be the next Dick Clark because he had the money to do it. But
2: where did, but okay, but where, but he had to make that money somehow unless his parents were just infinitely wealthy.
0: Well, he made it, like I said, through his early radio but career. But why?
2: What about this guy? Did somebody look and at And he was and go, on
0: American Idol.
2: Casey, you yes. keep telling me his resume. I know his resume. I'm asking you as management, what did somebody look at him and go, wow, that is the guy? Well, because he's
0: likable and he just. By kept, who? People, he got great ratings. People like him. They liked listening to him. And then he, he transitioned and made that into a TV career. And people liked him on American Idol so much that they kicked off the first guy he was with and he hosted it by himself. And then he turned that into a production company with the Kardashians, made boatloads of money there. Then he turned that into buying out Dick Clark productions. I mean, this guy could retire, but yet he's he's still going. It'll be interesting to see if he's the one who goes to the Wheel of Fortune. You're, just, you're jealous. No,
2: it's not. I'm just- Because he just,
0: took a radio no, career and made a ton of money. No,
2: I'm-, I'm I, <laughs> No, look, Casey, I, I accepted the moment I got into radio, I will be- They told me on career day, you will be poor forever. Right. But, uh, clearly understood. It is not- about, I just don't- I look and I see so many people who are just infinitely more talented than Ryan Seacrest, mm-hmm. and I just don't get the deal about why- like Who? Rick Deese? Hey, Jason Hammer.
0: Jason Hammer's not doing Nigel music. Liskowski. He was he's not doing music. When Hammer he was
2: he was playing records on WZPL. Nigel, I mean I just had, like I could name a hundred different people in Indiana that I think are better than
0: Ryan Secrets.
2: And I just I wondered from a management so he's just nice? He was just good looking and nice. That was it.
0: Well, I think part of it has to do with it. He was. Oh, we're running really late. He was in the right place at the right time. He was in Los Angeles, market number two. So a lot of doors, a lot of
2: doors open for him. We made egregious mistakes by living here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, we've got the news coming up and a letter we're going to share. It's Kendall and Casey on ninety-three WIBC.
2: It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317 559
4: PAIN. I'm so sorry. you I just. Okay, so Casey,
2: insurance. you yeah. got, instead of a voicemail, you got mm-hmm. a written correspondence. I did. That we absolutely have to get to. Because it's phenomenal, and before we do that, though, I just I just saw this, and I feel like I'm jumping in line here, but I absolutely have to. Ha- we have to do this.
0: Yeah, you just slammed your phone down. Well,
2: What's up? I just I, it takes a special person to gaslight seven million people, and I thought it was worthy of a segment here on this little show we okay. do together. Um, <laughs> the governor of the state, so. Let's review what happened during COVID here in Indiana, OK? Sure. Eric Holcomb, and he freely admitted, he held the emergency declaration for multiple years. And I think when you started here, he, we were still even technically under an emergency declaration. Probably. And he freely admitted, I am doing this because of all the money Indiana is getting from the federal government. Like he He finally freely admitted that. Now, he told me it would not serve Hoosiers well Mm -hmm. to answer my questions that I asked. But he finally admitted, because it got so stupid towards the end, when everybody was open and everybody was doing anything, hey, pal, why is there still an emergency declaration? Even, finally, some random, confused, likely accidental acts of government accountability were happening from our lawmakers. And he was forced to admit, I'm doing this because of all the money I'm able to suck out of the federal government. And most of that money went to the massive expansion of Medicaid, which, of course, is Obamacare. Now, we don't call it Obamacare here, because that would be unpopular. So, we just lie to people, and we give it different different names. And Medicaid, under the guise mostly of a name we call HIP 2.0, which was what Mike Pence called it, because, well, he, of course, wasn't going to admit that he was taking Obamacare money, because that would have really downplayed his ability to run for president. So, it's all the same thing. So, Holcomb took... Billions upon billions of federal dollars during COVID and was quite honest at the end. I'm doing this for the federal money. Here's his post on social media. And when we talked about early in the show, we talked about the ability of these the shameless nature of these people who represent us and their absolute ability to lie right to your face, in this case, to seven million people's faces without any care, any hesitation, any sense of guilt. I mean, these people are serial killer level of sociopathic, right? If you put, on a sociopathic scale, Holcomb and John Gacy next to each other at this point, they're probably giving each other a run for their money. Here is what he had the audacity to post, and I guess he's written something for Indie Star. Uh, he's written an editorial which seems like the perfect place for the Repu- this supposed republican governor to go to be on when indy he wants star. wants he d- deliver his messages the indy star quote in the last 6 years congress and presidents have added more than 10 trillion to our national debt which equals 115% of our gdp federal leadership should look at the fiscal examples states like indiana set mm. This guy took tens of billions of dollars from the federal government, and he admitted he was so addicted to it, and he was so into the legalized vote buying that he got from it, that he refused to end the emergency declaration. Yet with a straight face, he will now lament the magical money printing factory that is the federal government, by the way, while he's still taking tens of billions of dollars every year from the federal government, and act as though... The federal government should behave more like him when in reality they are behaving like him because record budgets and record governments and record growth of government facilitated primarily by the federal government and his taking the money from the federal government are what Indiana is now. These people are pathetic. Eric Holcomb is pathetic.
0: He does have his op ed published in Indie Star. It's called America is in what I call the disaster paradox.
2: I can't read this, Casey. Here's how
0: we overcome it.
2: I can't read this. You will have to read it, and you will have to, I will combust. I will combust on these airwaves. That will be the lead story in Star tomorrow. Man combusts on statewide airwaves after reading bullcrap editorial that we promoted and propped up. Uh, He says candidates
0: and commentators in both our dominant tribes lately claim that every national election is the last chance to save America from all manner of calamities. Uh, that's a really long paragraph. The the second and third paragraph. You're going to really have to long. read it. Yeah.
2: You're gonna I'll have go to, through it. Yeah, don't, don't read it out loud. He does
0: say, no, I am no genius or saint. <laughs> so there you go. He says uh, he's not running for U.S. House, Senate or president. And he's never uttered the words, only I can fix that. So he he does say that he's not a genius now, or a saint. Now,
2: I, I don't know if you could just do a cursory uh, thing there. Is there any mention of his VIP meet and greet with domestic terrorist Malik Muhammad? No, I don't believe is there any so. mention there of uh, telling the people who wanted to go? See, this, I'm already down the rabbit hole, so let's go, Casey. This is where just the rage <laughs> comes out because this is a guy who, so he shuts the state down, right? He's taking all this federal money to shut the state down. A group of people go outside the governor's residence and have a peaceful protest saying, hey, we don't want this federal money, Holcomb. We don't want to be dependent on the government, Holcomb. We just want you to open the state back up so we can have our jobs again so we can go to work. And what's he call those people? A human petri dish. The people who didn't want the federal money, who wanted to go back to work, he calls them one of the worst things you could call one of your fellow humans a human petri dish, and then with a straight face is gonna write an editorial and I I don't know, is Indie Star still the paper of record? I mean, look at all the problems they're having. Are they still the paper of record in the city?
0: Yeah, yes, I think in Indianapolis. Really?
2: What else? I mean, you've got it's so bad there that people aren't I even mean, putting their the people aren't even putting their names on the stories anymore. That's how apparently embarrassed they are to work there.
0: <laughs> well, they need to have the governor write articles. Well, yes, at this I guess point. he's putting his. We name. need some content. Go to
2: the governor. <laughs> so, but he he goes there and he goes, oh, this 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 federal government money printing is totally out of control. Uh, you should be more like us.
0: Every American taxpayer <laughs> is on the hook for a jaw dropping two hundred forty eight thousand dollars share of our nation's unpaid bills this that's a line from it uh, I'm gonna have to go through. It okay, you, it's it's a rather long op-ed that he wrote.
2: You you do that. All right, we got to get to your your letter instead of voicemails. You got a very fabulous handwritten letter.
0: I did. It's six pages long. It was a lot to go through, <laughs> kind of like the uh, the op-ed from Eric Holcomb. It starts out, "Glory, glory, Ms. Casey Daniels. Hello, Your Majesty." That's how you're addressed. Mm, glory, glory, Your Majesty. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. So in the like I said, it's six pages. Now long. this is a
2: handwritten letter. Handwritten. It's on lined paper. Lined paper. Uh, front vote, and back.
0: Front and back. And uh, he starts off by saying that he's disappointed with Hammer and Nigel. <laughs> uh, they've ruined Beer Sample Friday. He was tuning in in the hopes to hear beer sampling. And instead, he got a, a gin and lemonade, oh. which upset him. He's so. mad
2: that they've branched outside of the actual beer sampling. So that was yes. that was the opening salvo of mm-hmm. the letter to you. Yes.
0: But then he goes on to say that he is a big fan uh-huh. of the Kendall and Casey show. Actually, Actually, yes. he said the Casey and Kendall show. Um, he told me some of his favorite actresses and actors. Let's see. Actresses. Jennifer Lawrence, Amy Adams, mm-hmm. Rachel Wise, oh. Charlize Theron, Halle Berry, Katy Perry, and the great Lady Gaga. And that's where I've got a problem. Right. Absolutely. So that's where this, this friendship ends. Um, let's see. He wants Joe Biden and Kamala Harris should be labeled and charged as domestic terrorists. Oh. And put the entire Biden family in prison. Okay. For being the criminals they are. Uh-huh. Taylor Swift is an economic genius oh. and a Class A manager. Um, Taylor Swift should run for president, and Katy Perry could be her running mate. Wow. Uh, he doesn't get ice cream, although his favorite flavor is peanut butter puppy chow.
2: Wait a second. Wait wait, 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 wait. Wait! What do you mean he doesn't get ice cream?
0: He doesn't he's not allowed to have ice cream where he's located. Uh Uh-huh. But he does like to cook a big meal in the kitchen. Yes. Four eggs over easy, a package of fatty bacon, one pack of Jimmy Dean sausage fried into patties, fried potatoes with an entire onion, two bell peppers fried in them, and a can of Pillsbury Grand Biscuits with plenty of blackberry jelly to go on top. Oh, okay. And three large pancakes, and yes, he would eat all of them.
2: Okay, Casey. Now this is a very long letter. We don't have time to read all of it, but I'm curious. <laughs> uh the does the guy give this is a man, correct? Correct. Does the man give the s- town or city from which he is corresponding? Plainfield. Oh, Plainfield, Indiana. I've been mm-hmm. to Plainfield many times. And is there an address on uh, associated with, or does it just say Plainfield? No, there's an address. Oh, there Would is. Would you like to know? Uh, yes. But, well, I don't know. Should we read someone's address on the radio?
0: I think it's a public address, oh. so I believe it's okay. Okay, great. 727
2: Moon Road. Let's see here. 727. Moon. Well, I'll be darned, Casey. Yeah. That's a correctional facility. It is.
0: It is the Plainfield <laughs> Correctional Facility. Um, but he listens to us every day, and we Great. appreciate that. What
2: Does he give a name? His name? Yes. Yes, he does. Well, we want to say thank you for listening. Thank you, James. Thank you, James, for listening. Uh, now, do... Let's ponder this. They don't this. get ice cream? Well, but here is my question. How does he listen? And I, if you have been in a correctional facility of some sort, or maybe James can let us know, is there like a PA system that we're playing on? throughout? allowed to have a radio? Is it just his personal radio? Do they let Possibly. people at the Plainfield Correctional Facility have I'm, they get a radio, but no ice cream. That doesn't seem right,
0: does it? It doesn't seem right, and uh, he's he's. We're gonna have to talk with Hammer about yeah. the gin and lemonade. Yeah, because, absolutely. Because he wants beer on beer sample. Well, Friday. thank you to
2: James for listening. We <laughs> hope you figure out a way to pipe that through the entire Plainfield Correctional Facility mm-hmm. uh, instead of. Uh, Escape. Alert. It's just the Kendall and Casey show (laughs) playing all over the place. We
0: need all the help we can get for our ratings, okay? It's 1045. Hammer joins us next on 93 WIBC. listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is 1049. Hammer joins us in the studio. Now, I know from time to time you have gone to the AI, especially your AI Tucker Carlson, which is absolutely hilarious every time you do it. But what do you think about the Paul McCartney using AI to finish a song
1: with John Lennon's voice? I can't remember if it was Aristotle, Kierkegaard, or Rodney Dangerfield's character in Caddyshack that said, It sucks. Um, This is so cheesy and it's such a money grab. Mm -hmm. And Rob's right. You know, Beatles fans are going to soak this in, soak it up because they feel like it's connecting back to the time when the Beatles were still around. But I've always said whether it's Michael Jackson or Prince or whatever, the crap that's in the vault was the stuff they didn't want released when they were alive. It's like the leftovers in the refrigerator, huh? Right. Now, some leftovers can be good. I'm not saying that they're not. But the exceptions to that rule were like Tupac and Biggie, because when they got shot and killed, they were actually working on those albums. So they had a couple lined up they wanted to release. This stuff that comes out 15, 20 years later, A.I. John Lennon, That sucks. Now, speaking of AI, you brought up the AI Tucker Carlson Mm -hmm. that we like to do. Yeah. Yesterday, we had wall-to-wall coverage of Arraignment Gate. Yeah. uh, Donald Trump being arraigned in Florida. We wondered what it would sound like if he just walked out of that courthouse and did a press conference right there on the spot. (laughs) Not getting in the bird and flying back to New Jersey for the fundraiser, just walking out there on the steps, like the final scene of New Jack City with all the press (laughs) around. And thanks to our uh, friend Brian Baker Mm -hmm. and the magic of AI, we now know what it would sound like and if some special guests would come
4: by. My fellow Americans. As you have no doubt heard by now, your favorite president was recently the proud recipient of a 37-count criminal indictment. (laughs) Do you think I'm the first commander-in-chief to take a few presidential souvenirs? They were perfectly safe and secure in my bathroom. Melania uses that bathroom all the time. And after she's dropped a deuce under that chandelier, no one is going in there. Believe me.
3: That comment is an absolute outrage.
4: Oh, look, it's Mike Judas Pence, the human Q-tip. I hear you're running for president now.
3: Respectfully. Mr. Former President of the United States, I didn't put up with your shit for four years just so I could go back to Indiana and live out the remainder of my days doing radio at WIBC. (laughs) With the likes of Hammer and Nigel.
4: What's wrong with Hammer and Nigel? I love the Hammer and Nigel show. I'm told their show is doing much better than your extremely poorly rated show ever did. What's the problem, Mike? I love the Hammer and Boom Boom show. Oh, my God. Hi, folks. This is Joe Biden. A little Spanish in honor of Pride Month for those who celebrate. Tengo una patata al horno and mis pantalones es ultra blanda. You know what that means? I got a baked potato in my pants and it's ultra square. Not a joke. What's that smell? He shit his pants. I don't need pants, Jack. Just shut your goddamn pie hole. Mike, let's kick his ass. Mr.
3: Former President, I don't
4: engage in violence. I know, I know. You don't want to get your hands dirty. Here, take this wrench. And remember, you're not hitting him for yourself.
3: Mr. Former President, I am absolutely not going to hit. You don't have the balls, Alter boy.
4: Just pretend he's Rob Kendall. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hammer, go to traffic. So that's what it would have sounded like. (laughs)
0: Wow,
1: the gang's all there. Steps at the courthouse, the Mm -hmm. gang's all there. Uh,
2: Wow. That's good stuff, man. Brian Baker is the best, is he not?
1: Absolutely the best.
2: Uh, That's great. Hey, uh, so you did indeed cast your bets for the U.S. Open?
1: Yes, and again, this is all for uh, baby Kendall. It's certainly not for you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I don't want you to experience any part of my success, but I want your child to be uh, having the things that it needs. So we are
2: uh, cheerleading for... uh, uh, Baxhoma we're cheerleading for Colin Maracawa, and these are not just random dudes; they've got shots. Yeah, the uh, Colin Maracawa's won two majors. Max Homa has the course record at the course they're uh, going to be playing at. And then the thing I love is that you enabled me to do my goober bets since you bet on the real people. <laughs> so uh, I did throw a, a few a few coins on Sahithi Gala. Who the hell is Sahithi Gala? Well, some guy who's a hundred to one and probably not going to be playing on Sunday. And uh, Brian Harmon at three hundred. 40 to 1. So why did you bet on these guys? Well, uh, Brian Harmon, I liked his interview that he did with the Golf Channel, and uh, he has led majors before, never won. Okay. So I thought, you know, 340 to 1, what I mean, you know. I did not put any money, though, on Yi Ding, who I was
0: pretty, <laughs> <laughs> pretty Best name in golf. And when you say coins, you do mean that literal, like, quarter. Oh, yeah, a, 50 a quarter. cents. 50 yeah. cents. Right.
2: But here's the thing. If you win a 100 to 1 bet, I was telling Jonathan, Tony's producer, out in the hall. If you win at 100 to 1, and even if you bet 50 cents, mm-hmm. you still win 50 bucks. I
1: can't wait for 16 year old daughter of yours to come to you. Dad, can I have a, some money to go to the movie? Mm-hmm. And you hand her a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spend it all in one place. Right. What did you think about the Golden Knights winning the Stanley Cup
0: playoffs last night? Expansion good for Vegas. Team.
1: Yeah. Good for Vegas. And the scene outside, like yeah. on the strip, was crazy. But again, and I think it's just people looking to party in Vegas. Imagine if that were Montreal, a place where they actually care yeah. and they're passionate about it, what that scene would have looked like last night. Vegas literally in a desert. There's no ice Don't you there. miss the
2: Indianapolis ice?
1: The fuel do good things, though.
2: Fuel games are fun. It's coming up this afternoon.
1: Uh, we have the FOP president, Rick Snyder. We have the side piece, Casey Daniels. The TOTUS, Tony Kennett and more. Thank
0: you, Hammer. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93. W.I.B.C.